This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in, that's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to the September 15th edition of One Nation Radio. I am your host, Rich Latta here, and I have James here in person with me. What the hell's going on? Yeah, man, it's been it's been that kind of a weird of a week, Phil, so yeah, I may as well be here. Um, it's kind of funny because we've been doing these shows, um, I guess, via satellite, via Skype for so long that um, we've been doing these uh, things apart for so long that... Is, I forgot that you do the thing where you do the pause and you have to remember the date you look. So, yeah, you know, professional broadcaster, Rich Lotta. Yeah, you know, and joining us today uh, is our buddy here from Oklahoma, from socialsuplex.com, our resident Impact Wrestling reviewer and WWE watcher still, uh, <laughs> d- despite what he says, <laughs> uh, Caleb Baldwin. Caleb, what's going on, man? Not much, man. I mean, I'm I'm barely a WWE watcher at this rate, and uh, <laughs> hell, honestly, at this rate, I'm barely an Impact columnist. But I'm trying to get back in the game, dude. Yeah, man. Um, a lot been going on all over the world of wrestling. Um, Too much, yeah. definitely. Yeah, they've got three pay per views they're promoting right now. We're only going to be talking about one of them today. Um, I didn't see the May Young Classic yet this week, yeah. but um, I'm sure yeah. James and uh, James did. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> You know, um, so yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> make sure you guys are rating and reviewing the Social Suplex Podcast Network on your platform of choice. We are an independent podcast network. Uh, the only way we're going to reach more people is with your help by sharing the show, rating it high. Make sure you guys check out the Outsider's Edge with Ranson Carl and Kyle and the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Keeping it strong style and grown men watch this shit. Um, We've got WWE Hell in a Cell today, and we're going to be hitting it from all sides. And what? Yes. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So um, we'll be right back uh, to get started with that uh, preview. WWE Hell in a Cell. Not in October this year, but in September because they've rejiggered the calendars. Um, last year, remember we had Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon, yes. where Shane McMahon jumped onto a huge crash pad, um, <laughs> and therefore nullified, you know, the 10 minutes of bumping he did on top of the cell, uh, before that on a rewatch. We did <laughs> have one of the greatest Hell in a Cell matches of all time last year, yeah. uh, with the Usos and the New Day. Somehow only got four stars from Dave. This was easily five stars. I don't know. Um, this year, we've got two other Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, one this year, you expect to be in the cell. One, you expect not to be in the cell. I don't know. What have you guys thought of the overall buildup before we start breaking down the matches? Caleb? Honestly, I feel like the matches that are outside of the cell, for the most part, I'm more excited for them than I am for the two Hell in a Cell matches, to be perfectly honest with you. James? Yeah, same here. Like, if you told me, if you say, James, um, we're going to split these things in half, and you can have AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the Smack, for the uh, WWE Championship, and Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship, 
And then on the other end, you you have cage match between Braun and 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 Roman for for the Universal. And I'm like, okay, that's intriguing. And then you say, the second match is Jeff versus Orton, and you, I'm just like, nah, I'll go with I'll go with option A. But then the only thing that holds it up is well. Jeff may kill himself. Literally. Jeff, Jeff may Jeff may Je- Jeff may no longer be with us. He's like, okay, I'm still going with A because I'm not a because I'm not a sadist. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you definitely have a point there, Caleb. Um. So yeah, man. Yeah. Like look, looking at it, like you know, I I don't tend to look at things on paper. I've thrown that rule out forever after WrestleMania 34. But oh, you know, there's a, there's some quality to be had here. Um. But you know how it goes with with these non Big Four pay per views, even at Big Four pay per views now. Um. This could be a conduit just to get to another match, and you know we could be in store for you know lots of fuckery, but. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the New Day versus Rusev Day. So I feel like Rusev Day is on Brawl Time. I feel like uh, this is going to be the vehicle since Rusev's Day not, Rusev Day is not the phenomenon that it once was. The New Day or, you know, the John Cena of tag teams at this point. <laughs> and that used to be yeah. the Rusev's, but it's definitely the New Day now. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I've definitely got uh, the New Day uh, retaining and, you know, the implosion for Rusev Day is on deck and they are going to turn Rusev heel, I believe. I could see, honestly, I could see Aiden turning, uh, not necessarily Rusev myself, but, Yuck. you know, I, I don't know. I think Rusev's got more mileage as a face personally than, than Aiden, but that's where I stand. Yeah. It's funny that you say they're going to try and turn Rusev heel. I was like, I'm thinking to myself, isn't he, like, hasn't he, wasn't he at heel before? And he, well, like, what would you say is, when was he officially a babyface and how long has it been going on for? Like, what, four months? Look, they, they don't know what they're doing. Like, like Rusev, like, Rusev <laughs> they got over huge beginning of this year, but they were still pushing him as a heel during that time. So, like, when in your mind did they actually, like, WWE actually said, you know what, we're actually, he's actually a good guy, for real. After Extreme Rules. Well, what month was Extreme Rules? July. So you mean to tell me that he's been basically a heel for three months and they're going to I feel like they let that man be a face going into the Fatal 4-Way match. Right. And then right after that, he was back heel again. It, so they, so he's a tweener, right? <laughs> no. He... he <laughs> Like we're we're gonna erase all this all this tweener character tweener bullshit. Shit. We we know we know exactly what people are, and it, you don't need to come out here and lie and perpetrate. Like like <laughs> we 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 know what's going on, um, and and it's weird. Um, these belts, the whole tag team division has been a dumpster fire throughout 2018. Uh, they moved this match to the pre-show, so I don't think we actually need need to even really talk about it too much anymore. Um. This is, the is rare, kind this. of fucked, though, man. Yeah, they had a fucking tournament to end up on a pre-show. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's also like, you look at the card and you wonder how many people are, are selling um, is selling merchandise like they like say it's such a big deal of why they put you guys the way they do. Like how many people that's on the main card is selling more merch than New Day? So it's like, make up your mind on which one it is. Look, right? look, why, 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 did, why didn't they put the Raw Tag Team titles on the uh, pre-show? Because the shield's in that one. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we treat the shield in the new day differently, you know. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, for one, like those guys are able to are allowed to do like solo stuff on pay per view. Like, yeah, was last Biggie hasn't had a, a solo match until like, 2014, 15. Dude, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Since before the the new day existed. Yeah. 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 So, um, Raw Tag Team Championships, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. The Intercontinental title is sidelined. Um, <laughs> and they've picked the Raw Tag Team Championships up out of the ether of the B team. The Raw belts have been on fire for the last six months. It's hard for me to care about them now. And, and, and on fire, you mean like in a bad way? Yes, on fire in a bad way. Like in a yeah. like on fire, meaning like the fire is, is held inside of a dumpster, like a like, la- like a lake of like, fire, like, like JBL throwing the U.S. T- spinner title in, in a trash can and lighting it on fire. <laughs> yes, like that. yes, like that's what these belts have looked like. So I don't know. I'm having a hard time caring, regardless of who's in the match. But um, this is you know I feel like this is. You know, unfortunate for Rollins because you've been the WWE Wrestler of the Year all year, unquestionably the one shining light on pay per view as a as a solo act throughout 
you know, the year consistently. And what do you do? You get moved around and put in a tag team because you're not allowed to be number one. And it's not even like, it's not even like if, them, if Ambrose and Rollins were a tag team <clears throat> again and they were like the cream of the, and they were like the best thing going on in the Raw tag division and they were having great matches and a, and a great storyline like they, how they had last year when they were fighting the bar over and over and over and having those great matches. This time it's just, okay, we have Roman, we have Strowman. Roman has guys, <clears throat> Braun has guys. And those two, and, and that's the main event, and everything around it are these two, these two teams are literally goons for for both, you know, both yeah. captains of the ship. And the captains are going at it. And these guys, we just threw these guys together, together just to get them on the card. And they don't actually, like, there there was a beef there with, with everything or whatever else, but, like, they haven't really spoken on it at all. It's just shield, 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 heel, the whole entire heel roster trying to stop the shield. Like that's all we got. Like we have really nothing going on with with uh, with Rollins and uh, also the stardom of of Ambrose and also the same thing with McIntyre and, and Ziggler. It's weird. Remember when Dean Ambrose had that hot return? <clears throat> oh yeah, that was that was that, that was, was nice, wasn't it? That was a cool two weeks. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I'm still I'm actually I'm still adjusting to Ambrose being a you know a a thick boy so to speak. You know. Wow. Yeah, this guy came back with all the muscles just to just to go eighty twenty with Jinder Mahal, and he had the twenty. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Oh man. Um, hopefully it's a good match. Should be a good match. All these guys are four good wrestlers. Um, you know, please be a good match. Please be a good match. And, and also, okay. like you know, because of Seth Rollins, chances are it's the opener of the show. Yeah. Yep. The the best opening match wrestler in the world, yeah. Seth Rollins. Like you start him up here now, so that you can give him time to recoup, so they can do what? Go out there and do their smoke and mirrors for the for the, for the main uh, event. The main event. Yes. Yep. Uh, I got the titles changing uh, Rollins and Ambrose, uh, and I'll tell you why later in the show. Oh yeah, Shield Shield definitely finna like they finna sweep yeah. tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Ambrose and Rollins are gonna win, but it's gonna be by DQ. Ooh. Hmm. Could be. Could be. Um, so up next, we got Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. And the kill-off Daniel Bryan tour continues. Um, re-signing with WWE. And he's finding himself here in this feud with The Miz and his wife. And The Miz's wife. This oh, is, dude, just get hey, ready. Bro, dude. This ain't dude, it. Just get, yeah. Just get ready for when Miz beats uh, Bryan in Australia, though, man. That's the end of the feud, too. That, that, that's probably where they're going with it. Um, yeah, like, as we've mentioned on this show, I believe this is booking malpractice uh, of Dan, of the highest degree with Dan O'Brien. I guess you just had to do something because you didn't want to go into another singles match with these guys right away. You didn't want to beat The Miz right away. Uh, and you wanted to just literally fill time and stretch it out, as they say. And instead of going into this directly when Daniel Bryan comes back, uh, we've had to deal with Daniel Bryan having to be with Big Cass in Team Hell No, which is where I lost my mind. I was like, this is ridiculous. What are they doing? And this has been, aside from a couple hot moments on TV, where people just yes, move, yes out of their minds, and there were a couple good promos here and there, this isn't a main event feud at the moment. No, this is very much a mid card feud. James, yeah, I don't have anything to disagree with you on. Um, however, I'm not as down on them building towards this match. I'm um, as a stopgap for a month because you know it's 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 the last third of the year and they're always trying to stress shit out. Uh, so I'm, I'm you know I shouldn't be making excuses for them like this. But however, like. This is a match that has some value, some um, they can add a story, they can add a wrinkle to. Eventually, if they do another big match, to you know, one of somebody's wife got hurt or something happened, and it's something else for me is to hold over Daniel Bryan. And eventually, if you know, hopefully the story is that Bryan eventually wins, as opposed to ah, oh, he's gonna lose forever, like he's, he's gonna lose forever, and like then we'll like, and then we'll put him in the Hall of Fame in like three years or whatever else or what have you. So, I mean. I can't say that I'm excited to see the match, but I will give the but I will go into it with an open mind. I and think, I think I think that's I think that's fair of me as a fan because this like 
as you said, as you detailed just earlier, like it's been real rough for people for this guy that was this hot um, in two uh, in two thousand fourteen, and has done so much quality work even when he's been back for them to give him what they've given him and what he's 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 got, he's more over than they than they've pushed him still. Like imagine that. Yeah. Like he's still more over than he's pushing even now. It, this is it's amazing. Yeah, they they had a kind of a build up with Andrade St. Almas being put in the TV spot uh, throughout this month and. To me, that's the the pay per view feud I wanted. Yep. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Andrade San Almas, and I don't know. I'm tired of the mixed tag team matches. They can go to hell, um, <laughs> like Tony Schiavone said. Um, um, I don't know, man. This is just like I saw the yes mode gear. Like, bro, this is another example of them. This is sabotage. What they're doing to Daniel Bryan with this gear. This I, is fucking horrible. No, the, the part that's so funny about this is Caleb. I don't know if you can see uh, through the Skype, but can you see what kind of shirt I'm wearing? Can you see what I'm wearing? I cannot, sir. Okay, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Daniel Bryan yes shirt, and he's he's the one that's furious about how they've treated Bryan. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if y'all don't stop putting a fucking uh, putting this man on a shirt looking like a goat, uh, a, a midget goat next to his tall wife, stop, stop. Y'all would never do this to anyone else. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, where everything's been backwards um, from day one. Uh, as we get here, Becky Lynch has put this woman in the jump zone repeatedly, yes. nonstop. It's been very entertaining. I'm glad Becky's not telling the fans uh, that we never supported her and doing illogical shit anymore past right. that first week. So, yes, they did change directions uh, yes. because, you yes. know, she's clearly not doing this anymore. So, Rich, Rich, can I please just send a message to just to anyone who's told me hey, you you need to boo Becky Lynch right now? Can can I just say something? As long as you put a name on it. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I heard one in particular. Uh, it's, a, it's a person that, that, that's, a, that's a friend of the show and has been on the show plenty of times. Like, yo, I can't believe you. What are you doing? But go ahead, go ahead, Caleb. This guy, yeah, 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 I know. This guy, he, he's a good guy, but I mean, like. Anyone telling me this? Eat a dick, dude. Like, no, I'm not gonna fucking do it. What? Eat a dick? Yo, that's that's this the first that's the first time anyone's ever said that on this podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that God is. Damn. Yo, that is wow. All right, then. Um, where do we go from? Okay, yeah. So, um, okay, so I'll take a different tack. Um, I get what people are saying about um, they are pushing her. The problem is, it's not that she's getting that she's now getting pushed. She got pushed months before this happened to her. The problem is the push worked, and then they said, "Yeah," and then they pulled. They went out there and they're like, "Gotcha!" and they pulled the rug. They pulled the rug from under from yeah. under people's legs, and they fell. And they're like, "Hey, what what, what happened here?" And the the thing that I always worry about is because of how they how they pushed Charlotte. Um, to be the top woman in the uh, in um, the women's division, uh, I always worried that if they do it too hard and they're overbearing with it, it could possibly blow up in Charlotte's face. Like so, that's that's what I've always been so worried about. So, like right now, she's pretty much the the Becky Lynch is pretty much like the late 2016 Natalia who comes out here every single week and beats the living hell out of uh, out of Nikki. And she's completely unsympathetic, so people are just sitting there cheering and being so happy about what's happening to her. And it's like, all right, that's your baby face. That's how you want to do it. That's the, that's the role you want to play. All right. Um, I You know, I just hope that those two can have a great match. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see the match, and I'm really, I really like what they've done with Becky so far. I just, I'm, I'm always worried about, like, you know, Charlotte, because clearly that's the woman you've pushed to be, to be at that level. The last thing I want is another Roman Reigns situation. That's the last thing I want. <clears throat> you know, they they had the um, the foresight to mention that Charlotte has an 18-2 and two record on pay-per-view and yeah. title matches. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that to me. Bro, like completely missing the point on yeah. why yeah, people are, are tired of, yeah. of this shit. No, no, that wasn't pay-per-view. That was singles pay-per-view. Oh, singles pay-per-view. Sorry. Yeah, single matches on pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. And the and everyone wants Becky to to get hers, and it's been a unique. And I feel like they've tried some things out in this feud, which I can appreciate. But 
this thing started off so badly. It's like they had to dig themselves out of 50 feet of shit to, <laughs> to even like get to a point where we can look at it and be like, oh, okay, I see what's happened here. Because at first, this was just a thing where it's like, they don't understand anything. And I think the uproar did make them understand what they have here. And it's been a lot better from week two on. It's also funny because you can parallel that um, in part with not not the whole story, but just like the turns. You can parallel that with what Braun did after or two weeks after Survivor, or SummerSlam, where he clearly turns heel and then the next night, or the next time he's on TV to explain his actions and then does the whole, you know, the, the Vince McMahon classic of unless you know, this is a heel turn officially when they do the, when they, when he starts talking about the fans. Each I don't and care each, what you people each and every, think. I don't care what you think or or I don't care if it affects each and every one of you. It, each and every one of you is, is just dead a Dead giveaway. Yeah, dead giveaway. So you see how, how both crowds responded to it where, like, on one end they know that, like, this thing could potentially really damage uh, – Charlotte, but then the other end, they're like, Roman's so far gone, they just do what they want. They don't care. <laughs> they, just, they don't even give a shit. They're like, whatever. What, what, what are they going to do? Boom some more? Yeah. Like, like they going to do boom some more? We don't care. Like, yeah. he's going to be the guy regardless. Like, he's selling he's selling merch, so we don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. picking. I, I do want to. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Caleb. Okay, I just wanted to say, no, I agree with James. Like, as long as booking doesn't get in the way, this match is going to be good. Yeah. Um, how, many, how many matches on this card? Eight or seven now. This should be a good card. If, for one, if this is going to be a near four-hour show and they're going to do um, seven matches, that's that's like the like the, well, the first one. First time I remember they did this was Survivor Series last year, and you think of how well uh, how all those matches had time to actually breathe and matter. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Charlotte is still going to put Becky in her place and get a dominant victory and. You know, we're all left with egg on our face, essentially. And, you know, and they've got another match coming up in Australia, and chances are they're going to run it at Evolution again. So, this could be a no finish. It could be a, a double count out. could be a double disqualification. Uh, it could do something where Becky just stops a mud hole in her in a corner and doesn't back up, and they DQ her for that. Like, I can see a million um, ways where Becky doesn't win the belt, essentially, is what I'm getting at. Um... Now, what happens if Charles Robertson is refereeing this match? Then Becky Lynch should immediately walk out of the ring and refuse to wrestle. <laughs> like, Charles Robinson is refereeing, like, hell no. Be like, I've seen your work. I know who you are. I know what you mean to her. Now, and I know what you mean to her daddy. Now, that would be a great story if, like, Charles Robinson is doing it and, like, Becky clearly has her beat. And then Charles Robinson goes out her way to, like, goes out his way to, like, figure out some way to, like, help. Charlotte retain. It wouldn't be the and first then, time. And then you just... That's my point. Nope. That's my point. Like, you th- like you throw in the WCW stuff uh, with David Flair. You throw in... You throw in what he did with Natalia uh, in Chicago. Was it two, three... Or two years ago or whatever else. Maybe two years, years ago, ago, yeah. And this is Becky then, on TV, you're saying. It's like with a video package. She she puts all this together yes, and shows and the real. No, you do the... Like, you do the double turn. Like, you. that's how you do the double turn. Yeah. Like, and then you say, like... You've had a history of doing this. You've always you've always been the queen bee. Da 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 da. Just adds more fuel to the fire, and then Charlotte can actually play become, into it. Actually play into, into it because it. that is the role that she is born to be. She like even when she every time she's been a baby face, she always does what cut promos like a heel. Yeah. So let her be a heel because that's what she's best suited but, to do. But like that's one that's one of the things. Good. She also says woo, though, when she's a face, you know? So did Ric Flair when he was a heel. Like, that doesn't matter. Or face. It don't matter. Like, that's just that's just the thing they do, right? Man, I boo the woo. Fuck that. Yeah, like, so, no, but what, what I'm saying is, like, there's a story. There's an easy story right there as a layup for them to actually go that route where, like, they can have uh, Becky as a, if they want to, quote, unquote, make her less aw-shucksy and less, um, and less campish and, and drop the the puns, the stuff that I find endearing, but, but Vince probably is like, She'll never draw doing that shit. So, if that's the route they go, they have a they have a route there when she's basically, you know basically uh, a more hardened version of herself. Yeah, and uh, Charlotte can basically go back to being what, the best version of herself. Like I would, I would like them to actually like put these people in position to see in the best way they can, as opposed to oh yeah, we're just gonna r- r- bizarre world it why cause reasons. Yeah, when you know, like you just know. Do we all, can we all agree that we all know that Charlotte is going to turn heel like to fight Ronda Rousey by the time we get to WrestleMania 35? I would hope that's what they do. Oh, yeah. 
Like, I, I hope they don't come out here and try to have a face versus face match that'll just be the drizzling shits. Like, yeah, so, like, <clears throat> if that's the case, then, like, can we just, like, get that done early so we can actually get, like, Charlotte some heat as a heel, like, off rip, and we can build, like, for months and months of this so we reach, like, she's at her zenith? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe, I, maybe I'm overthinking it. Yeah, but... Maybe they're underthinking it. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, like, they find a way to sneak in a Be- Becky Rinse title reign in between that so they don't just, like, you know, just keep the belt on Charlotte forever. Because they've, quite on the low, they've been doing long title reigns with people. Like, it, yep. you know, aside from, like, you know, Alexa Bliss recently, but she's had the belt so much, it felt like it was all one big title reign. Um, but the thing is, everybody wants to joke and make all that, all the stuff about it and, and, the, and you know, the nudges and all that stuff about, yeah, you know... Uh, they're going to have Charlotte chase down Rick in the Reigns department. Well, if that's the case, she can't be having a title for a long stint. She has to get it and then drop it. Yep. Um, so the fourth match here that we're going to talk about is Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. A man may die on the WWE Network. Um, I wrote a column uh, on LordsOfPain.net where it was simply entitled... I wrote a letter to Jeff Hardy, essentially, and in the form of a column. Like, Jeff Hardy, you don't have to die for us at Hell in a Cell. I'm also not saying you don't have to do anything crazy because I'm here for all the crazy shit. I'm here for him jumping off nut ass shit. Literally, just don't die. Like that that's all I care about, Jeff. Because this guy, I remember WrestleMania 23 when he jumped off the ladder and just landed on Edge's chest. And that shit's like the biggest ladder I've ever seen in my life. This man was speared out of the middle of, of the air at WrestleMania 17 by Edge. Yes. He jumped off the balcony at Madison Square Garden and put one of the Deadly Boys through a table. Yes. Um, you know, the CM Punk jump. And there's even more I'm forgetting, probably. Yeah, the WrestleMania, uh, the WrestleMania 2000, uh, when they first did the first TLC match. Okay. Where he, do, he gets off of, he goes all the way to the top of the ladder, and it does a senton on him to, I think it was a Dudley, and then, like, and it was on the floor. So he right. basically, like, <clears> did the senton and basically landed... Pretty much tailbone bone first on, yeah. the, on, on the raw floor. Bro, that man is literally not supposed to be here. Like, <laughs> um, Caleb, what are, what are your thoughts on this match? Like, you know, going into it, like, it's, should it be in the Hell in a Cell for one? And what do you think we're in store for? We are in store for a murder. <laughs> Plain and simple. Jeff Hardy will not be with us on September 17th, 2018. <laughs> God damn. This match, I, I don't mind it being in Hell in a Cell. I feel like there were two other matches on the same brand that could have easily justified being in the cell over it. But yes. I'm not offended that this match is in the cell. Um, and yeah, I will be sure to link uh, RIP by Young Jeezy uh, the day after. So, yeah. Yeah. One thing I also thought about is... You talked about all the all the like gigantic gambles on his life that he's made. Like the crazy part is like you didn't mention the fact that that, the fact that, that man like what four what, six months ago or so like blew a point two four and decided to get behind a car. And oh fly. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's also that too. Yeah, he's he that's a real daredevil and risk taker there. Evil and can evil. Endangering lives, including people, including lives that aren't his own. Yeah, you know. It... Not to mention he spent six years in TNA. <laughs> I heard Jeff Hardy is coming out to this uh, as his interest music uh, on Sunday. If I see him Charles, if I see him with Charles, he'll suck me on the screen. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, yep, go, I had to get that part. Um, yeah, man, so literally everything's on deck. He's going to lose after he does some nuts, and Randy Orton's just going to beat him from there because it feels like they're trying to heat Randy Orton up for some weird reason. I don't know. Oh, you know why? Try- probably, that man might get a title shot of Survivor Series for all we know against AJ, and they finally do their feud. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so uh, that's going to wrap it up for the first half of our Hell in a Cell preview. We'll be back with uh, the second half. All right, part two of the preview for Hell in a Cell 2018. Um, so, you know, while you guys reminisce over Jeff Hardy, uh, we're back now to talk about Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss. Now, Alexa Bliss is somehow in the title match again. 
Um, I don't care that, that she. Rematch, I don't brother. look. I don't care about automatic rematches. What? Why would she want one based on what happened to her at SummerSlam? She's trying to find me way to cheat. That's all. I'm done with it. Can 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 she beat her in ten seconds this time? I mean, as long as she gets okay. back in the ring for a rematch, that's all I care about. Ronda Rousey shouldn't even sell. Go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> I mean, I don't have much to add. I mean, I completely agree with Rich here. I'm not, I'm not here for another Alexa Bliss title run. Let's put it that way, man. I am, I'm all out on Alexa Bliss look, at this rate. Look, I, look, I don't like. I, I'm, I'm not into the Alexa Bliss uh, overpush as much as in, as much as the next person. However, like, are, are we, are we, are we not going to like follow the rules or, or actually get, like give or give a fuck about like the standard they set? Like, they always talk about how there's always a rematch clause as their excuse to be able to run stuff back because they're too lazy to, to, to come out here and just tell new stories and then, like, get to a rematch later down the line. Uh, they always have to, like, you know, burn you out on a feud. So, if that's the case, then let her have her match. Like, what, what oh, else? Oh, no, I don't disagree. Yeah, like, I don't disagree. I'm okay. fine with the match existing. I just... Like I said, I just don't want another Alexa Bliss title run. No one wants to see this. This match is atrocious. Like, the, I think the tag match was a preview of what's going to happen. Because what they're going to do is have Ronda Rousey come in here holding her ribs and selling for this, for this woman who yes. is an awful wrestler. Who is <laughs> She's compl- not awful. She sucks. She's like, she she sucks. She's, every- She's completely unbelievable oh in there with Ronda Rousey. I agree. I agree with that. But to say she sucks is not. She's just thoroughly mediocre. That's all. Bro, when you when Look, you get that much mediocrity over that amount of time, I, that sucks. This this is what I say, right? I agree with that she's very very mediocre. I do, and I also agree that I don't want to see her wrestle. However, that's what they decided to pull from out their draws. So so she's the Atlanta Hawks then. <laughs> So 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 she's the Atlanta Hawks. So she wins 40, 40 games every year, gets to the first round and loses essentially. She's mediocre. And, yes, and, and when you hear mediocre. and when you get that over that amount of time, what do we call that, James? Sorry. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is I don't know what else they can do around her right now on Raw. Right that they've actually given what they what they have right now on the on their schedule with what they have in the women's roster on Raw. I don't know what they could get to. I would love for them to do another um, uh, another, another Nia match, but we ain't seen Nia. Have we seen Nia since she got cashed in on? She may be injured. There, there, she may have a knee issue. Okay. I'm not sure. So, I don't know. Like, I think it's too early for them to do, do an Italian double turn. You know that the Nikki Bella thing is right around the corner where they turn on her. Uh, and that's going to be. And I'm, prob- and I'm probably going to go even more psycho over that whole thing. Right? Like. They like they completely have just marginalized Sasha and Bailey as a tag team. They're not gonna be in, and apparently given that leak card, who we I will talk about that once it gets official. But yeah, like, I, I, yeah I'm, we'll, we'll hold off until yeah. it gets official. But like given where they are, they weren't even on TV last week. Um, so they've been so marginalized. And like, what what can you expect from them to do with those two? I mean, outside of like try to push Ruby Riot for a month. Like, what else is there for her to do right now? Like, I, I'd prefer that. You, you can have Ronda mow through those geeks, like, <laughs> on Monday Night Raw, and then get to Ruby Riot, who is a decent wrestler, yeah, um, who, who can come is. out there and have a match with her and, you know, try to figure it out. But well, I think the thing I'm is- completely done with Alexa Bliss and the five feet of fury and the fake ass punch that she lays everyone out with and the DDT after someone falls into the turnbuckle and then the nothing but constant rest holds. I'm tired of it. This match will be Nirvana if 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 she gets her out of there in ten seconds. I might just rewatch the SummerSlam match tonight just to enjoy it another additional time. There's seven matches on the card. I can tell you right now that match ain't going like that match ain't going less than five minutes. Good God, oh Lord! Um, and they got her selling ribs. You know the whole thing. She's gonna be fighting from. They're gonna have her fight from underneath. Terrible. As, as if Ronda Rousey would broke. As if anybody would pick Ronda Rousey. To lose to 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 Alexa Bliss and a fight with some broken ribs, everybody would still choose Rousey. Dude. But that, that's how they go. Caleb, you have anything to say, or he's gonna Rich. let us just like throw throw bars back and forth? <laughs> uh, no, Rich. If if somehow 
Alexa Bliss does the does the uh, face to the turnbuckle and then a DDT gimmick. Can we get another Levitard style rant? Oh my gosh, you, you just might get one and you might get it live. I might not even have to pre-record it. I'll just turn the mic on and go. Like, <laughs> um, so I didn't. So I hope I, I didn't just will that in will that outcome into existence, but uh, we'll see, man. Yeah. So what? So what happens? Like what? So how do you feel about like the five percent chance that Alexa can win? I feel terrible about it. I feel like I have cancer. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a heart. I feel like a heart attack is coming. I feel like. Like, like I've been announced, you know, with, with a certain amount of time to live. Uh, if she has another, uh, if she goes over Ronda Rousey for the championship, the women's wrestling championship of the world. Like, <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm finished. All right, let's stop. <laughs> Kick rocks. All right, we're back. I had to uh, settle down for a second. Um, <laughs> I got too fired up. Uh, yes, you, yes, yes. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, the WWE Championship, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. The match is not allowed to be in the Hell in a Cell, even though Samoa Joe is trying to fuck AJ Styles' wife, <laughs> Wendy Styles. Um, yeah. Uh, Caleb, what, what you got on this, man? I fucking love this feud. I love this feud, man. Finally, you know, for the, I guess this is his second or hell it's fourth world title match for the most real Samoan in all of wrestling. So I'm excited, man, especially, you know, I've grown up on TNA wrestling and I grew up on the AJ styles and Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels. Feud. So, so this, to see this, this is the Caleb Baldwin special right here, man. <laughs> so to see it, you know, for the WWE title, like 13 years later is fucking insane, man. James, but is... yeah, I've been a fan of this feud. James, if Samoa Joe doesn't win the championship here, should he jump off a bridge? If he, if, 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 if the if the loss makes him look bad, then I mean I wouldn't say he's j- jump off the bridge, but I'd say like you need to prepare to like move him straight down to the mid card. Um, I, <coughs> oh, sorry, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like this match in particular, if it wasn't gonna be in a cell, was perfect for the. Uh, the, you know, the added stipulation of the champion can lose their title by DQ. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I, it's kind of weird right now because, like, we, for example, we have the U.S. champion who they who's just off, off sideline, right? And then Randy Orton, who looks like he's about to, like, get a push towards the top. <coughs> Miz, ditto for Miz. So, I mean, I don't know who are supposed to be these baby faces. They're supposed to, like... There are no baby faces, be, James. <laughs> It's Daniel Bryan, Jeff Hardy, and AJ Styles. You got a point. I didn't think of it like that until you just said it. Like until you just you know laid it out like that. But I mean, somebody. I guess that means there's always going to be like musical chairs. Like someone's just left out. But I mean, and also you can throw in Andrade, like, another he's, heel. He's based like the bottom of the mid card right now. He's yeah. like the fifth heel. So like I think there might be some rejiggering. Like one guy has to go face or maybe. But I mean, I don't know. Like. It, it really feels like musical chairs. Like this, yeah. He got all the way to the top right here with this match, and then like he's gonna be in the main event, and he did all this great work, and then like he's who knows what happens from here. Who a- knows? <clears throat> AJ Styles' title reign has been crippled with just ridiculous finishes and weird match stipulations the whole time. Um, even this feud as well. Like you started it with a DQ finish, even though it went over relatively well in the building. Um, stretching it out an additional month makes me feel like. They don't see Samoa Joe as a champion. These guys are also having a match in Australia, I believe. Um, so I, I'm going with AJ Styles to retain because it feels like they they're really into Styles right now, and 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 looks like they want to have another uh, 400 plus day title reign. He's already over 300 days, yeah, and it's hard to yeah, predict at this point. He's two he months away from a year as champion. Yeah, yeah, like he won it like the first week of November, right? Yeah, because I was in yeah, because I was yep. in Vegas when it happened. Um, so yeah, I ended up getting spoiled on that. Still like when he won, I was still like happy. <laughs> I watched a little replay. But, well, James, to, to be fair, all of us got spoiled on that because it was taped in England. Yeah, no, that's the reason why I got spoiled because like, no. well, I think oh, WWE yeah, sent yeah. like a damn joint to the phone. Oh yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get one of those. I just know that like I went on Twitter and then all of a sudden. 
I was like, damn it, I should have knew. I, I should have known better because I knew that this show was taped, so I should have, you know, stayed away from that. But I just, you know, it happened. Yeah, and I'm glad. Glad I don't. I don't see the man he beat for the. T- never mind. Oh, um, also <laughs> sideline. Yeah. I think he might be sidelined. I don't know. Oh yeah, we gonna get to it. Uh, so <laughs> the um, match for the Universal Championship: Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman with Mick, with Young Mick Foley as the special guest referee. Pulled out of nowhere uh, last week. Uh, whenever it's Hell in a Cell time. Seems like they will fully out there, whether it's for a promo or anything like that. His promo was excellent on Monday Night Raw. Yes, it was. Um, but why is he here? I have an idea why. Well, do you know what's going on after Hell in a Cell? What do you mean after? They're doing like some documentary or some interview thing with him after the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I heard they have a, that, something dropping or so something like, like it's that. It's literally that reason and that reason only. It's not because anything gives you this word. is like he's not allowed to take any bumps whatsoever. So... Like it's literally just a promo or just a just for promotion for the show they're doing after LMSL, which is like, okay, cool, fine. But if you want, I don't know when it came to that decision to figure out what they were going to do. But like, if they were going to do that, then and they knew they were going to do it, like it'd be cool if they had brought Foley around like twice, you know, as opposed to just like just on the last week and just all of a sudden, like it feels like just thrown in, just tacked on out of nowhere. Yeah. Caleb, uh, what what are you your feelings about this match? Uh, like going into it, as far as you know, Roman's first title defense is against this guy Braun Strowman, who they turned for him, and Braun's giving up the briefcase. What do you see happening here? Braun gave up that briefcase. He is going to be one of four people, four men. <laughs> to have cashed in their briefcase and not won the championship. People are going to bitch about it, but what the thing of it is, a, a bitch they're going to bitch about him not winning the title when he's hot, but it's been that way for a year now. He was at his hottest a year ago, and he didn't win the title. Yep. Why would I think he's going to win it now? When he's less hot. Yeah, yeah. But, but <clears throat> Braun Strowman at this point, he is... Uh, <sighs> This heel thing isn't going to last a long while, I don't think. I think by WrestleMania, he's going to be face again. Um, he's going to settle into like something of a, not like a full-on novelty role, but not like, uh, I don't think he'll ever be, I don't think he's ever going to win a world title, to be truthful. And I don't know how some people feel about that. I yeah, I don't really much care for the character anymore, so it doesn't really affect me, but that's just, that's what I see happening. So Roman's going to win. So it sounds like they murdered his character in your eyes. Um, <laughs> so, so, so that, that, that kind of sounds like what we've been saying about Strowman because Caleb Braun Strowman could have been one of those guys could have been a top yep. champion at any point in the past year, but yes. they decided that wasn't mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. If, if, yep. if we're, if we're grading things on, on a meritocracy and, and it's not like this at all. Right. And they tell you, Hey, get popular with the fans get a catchphrase, have decent enough matches, mm-hmm. do cool shit that makes us talk mm-hmm. about you, have viral videos of, like, your feats of strength. Mm-hmm. Go in there and become the most popular guy on Monday Night Raw. Yep. Repeatedly. Yep. This is a top star. Yep. That they just decided they don't want him to be a top star. No, no, he's a top star, but he's not the top star. Like and that's and that's the part that's so and that's the part that's so just is like yes and before before any before any apologist says it I'm just gonna say what they're gonna say oh but he doesn't need the title look they pull that out they pull that out their ass as a defense where <laughs> where yep. the the person that they want with the belt has the belt like. <laughs> Like that, that the, that's all that is. The thing about that, that, that that's like frustrating and like what I find just like it's so disingenuous is that no, by that logic, nobody needs a title. So why have a title then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You oh, so these people need to have like a goal to to strive for to symbolize who is the best at this point in time, and then we give it to guy X, Y, or Z for reasons. You you know. Oh. Gotcha. You know who, uh, what are exam- were real examples of guys who don't need the title? Shawn Michaels in his second run. He didn't need the title. The Undertaker uh, from 2008 on. He didn't need the title. Chris Jericho from 2012 uh, and beyond. He didn't need the title. Triple H after WrestleMania 25. He didn't need the title. Um, there are certain guys you give the title to 
to try to make them, and then it would be beneficial for them. John Cena after WrestleMania 29. Yeah, John Cena after WrestleMania 29 did not need the title anymore. That is completely different than a guy who's never been the champion. Yes. Who has is you are relying on day to day in your company as in a main event feud or as a top act on your brand. This is completely different. And also that that person who's needed title is like territory shit where you have a guy that is a uh, is an attraction if you will. For example, Andre Giant. Yeah. He comes in, he draws because he's a because he's a gigantic freak of a, of a person. If people want to see him, he's a, he's an attraction. But if he stayed in one territory for too long, what would happen? Diminishing returns, and people would be like, "Oh yeah, he's he does the same thing all the time." Yeah. So that's why he came in the champion because he can't be an anchor and sit there for long because his his gimmick will get stale. Yep. Well, like the Braun Strowman thing is is had a run of a full year and they had and they had somehow not managed like it still. That means they could have had the belt. Yep, it could have worked at any point. And also, it was in that sweet spot of the year where, especially last year, where. He wins the title. You can have give him a long run. People won't bitch about it, and he can get him the fuck out of there. And then he can have some, and then he has a credibility, and you can move on and have your perfect main event that you always had. But instead, the first part about it is we thought, okay, they moved him out of the way so that so that he have so that Brock can have his long long streak, and then they can, he can hand it off to Roman at WrestleMania. They didn't do that. Yeah, and then they also <laughs> put him in there with a child, like which you. Like they they had no idea for this guy at all. Yeah, and then he gets her, and then they get all the way to SummerSlam, and it's like they literally use him so that the crowd does not boo Roman out of the building, and they can like run off air in, in two minutes on the plug. Uh, and then <laughs> and then now it's time for them to have the match. They know that like people really want to see Strowman be the champion, and what they do, they turn him heel to try to cool the Jets off. So because you know. It's, it's, it's just really weird. And now Mick Foley is in this match. Also, what what do y'all think happens at, with Strowman after this? Where does he go? They do a match with a uh, six-man yeah. with the Shield versus those guys. Yeah, and then after that? After the Shield versus the, the Dogs of War program, what happens with Strowman? Bobby Lashley. He, oh, my God. No, I was going to say he's going to be uh, – one of his partners is going to turn on him and he's going to face them in a feud. Could happen. Um, but back to the Mick Foley point where you said they put Strowman in there to, as the third guy to kind of distract you to get booed. I feel like that's exactly what Foley's here for. He's here to to get threatened by Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns can be his protector to, uh, you know, try to get Roman Reigns cheered. You know, and as I mentioned on our show you know, on, on Lords of Pain Radio, Pain Radio uh, earlier this week, Strowman doesn't feel like he once did. And I feel like people look at him now, like, man, we we wanted you to be the man, and and you know, and, and they're looking at WWE like, you fucking got us again. Like, we picked another guy, and now we we feel dumb for supporting him because you're never gonna move off this Roman Reigns block. And, and I feel like Roman Reigns is gonna win. And the crazy part is they pushed him like crazy, protected him like crazy, except for when it was time to get him out the way for Roman, and like. It's, 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 it's literally more the same. So it's like people know that's coming. So like you're right, it is coming that, that people are just, like people are going to like just lose interest on him because Spencer thinks is like he's a fucking loser. Every time he gets in any moment where it's supposed to matter, he fucking loses. So um, we're going to get to a point where people are just going to be like, yeah, whatever. These dudes just he's at this certain level, and I hope. I wonder I, why he never I, got higher. I, I just I just hope that like this doesn't turn to a situation where it's like. Uh, we'll report with him a year from now or whatever else. So, like they did a lot of good work with him. He's one of the success stories of WWE storytelling and and um and creative protection over the last two years. He's he's actually he's and not, the he's performance not a center. Story. He's the number one success success story of this. And like hopefully they can keep him afloat. That's all you know because he he damn sure ain't gonna be the champion. Like he got he has like almost nowhere to go but down at this yeah. point. Like he can't step to the side and be like the Undertaker right now because. He would have had to be a face to do that. So <laughs> they're just turning him back and forth, and it feels like instead of being the the Undertaker of this generation, Don't say Big Show. Uh oh, no. He's gonna be Kane or Big Show, which which in, in <laughs> that's like, perfectly fine. But he, that's perfectly fine. But, but when you, feel when like you he left stuff on the yes, table. when you have the Undertaker ceiling like there, you don't you don't willingly like walk away from that. Right. I feel like right. You're you're right. Um. Yeah, man, so that's going to wrap it up uh, for our Hell in a Cell preview. We will be back with my favorite segment that we do here on One Nation Radio, Sidelined. Sidelined. All my niggas, if you're with me, where you at? Oh. All 
my yeah, soldiers if you're with yeah. me, where you at? Yeah. Oh, all my hustlers if you're with me, where you at? Your boy. Oh, where you at? Where your ass was at, dog with niggas one feet. Where your ass was at, dog with bitches ten deep. Where your ass was at, dog with niggas try to run off. Where your ass at, dog you made me put this gun out. Where your ass was at, dog you went and switched sides. So where are you now that I need you? Where are you now that I need you? For the Monday Night Raw side, Akum of the AOP, sidelined. Apollo Crews, sidelined. Baron Corbin, sidelined. Thank God. Big Show, even though he did a wonderful segment with the Connors Cure Kids, sidelined. Bo Dallas, former WWE Tag Team Champion as of two weeks ago, sidelined. Bobby Lashley, who was getting rolled up on by Leo Rush, sidelined. Bobby Roode, who looks like he's in the midst of a heel turn, uh, being annoyed by the geek Chad Gable, sidelined. Bray Wyatt, who we haven't seen in months, sidelined. Chad Gable, sidelined. Sideline, Kurt Hawkins, who's lost more matches in a row than you can even count. Sideline, Dash Wilder, sideline. Elias, even though he comes out there every week with a guitar and they barely let him wrestle, what do you think he is? Sideline, Finn Balor, an absolute superstar in, in, from oh New God. Japan and NXT, a former Universal I Champion who got a title shot the night after SummerSlam, who was probably moved out of the way just as I said he would be, has been losing to Baron Corbin on television, <laughs> is sidelined. Heath Slater, sidelined. Gender fucking Mahal, sidelined. Thank God. <laughs> Kevin Owens, a guy who has quit Monday Night Raw, had a four-star match with Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw, inexplicably showed back up to beef with Bobby Lashley and then help jump the shield with a man who attempted to murder him the month previously, is sidelined. <laughs> Connor from The Ascension, who was somehow on Monday Night Raw three weeks in a row, sidelined. Matt Hardy, who looks like he is about to be permanently sidelined. Mike Kanellis, who swears up and down that he's been booked correctly, sidelined. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, we haven't seen him in weeks, sidelined. No Way Jose, someone check the milk carton, he's sidelined. <laughs> Razor from the AOP, no matter if you get a new manager, no matter if you come out there and you're squashing geeks, you are sidelined. Rhino, sideline. Rhino! I forgot he was on the roster. Scott Dawson, he's come out here and he he's he's had the old school handlebar mustache. He's he's proved that he's a tag team specialist. These guys were put on the on the outs of the title picture by Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. When it comes to the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, he is sidelined. Yeah, think about it like this. They're the rightful heir heirs to uh, be the number one contenders. However, since you're asking this pine, sir. Yes. Titus O'Neil, sideline. Tyler Breeze. This man came out here and took an apron power bomb, and he is sidelined. Victor from the Ascension, sideline. Zack Ryder, sideline. Every single cruiserweight on 205 Live, <laughs> sidelined. Alicia Fox, who has been flipped over by Ronda Rousey, and it looks like she's going to break her spine sidelined Bailey sidelined Dana Brooke who's breaking up with Titus O'Neil and Titus Worldwide you would think it might lead to something no sidelined who gives a fuck 
Ember Moon, sidelined. Liv Morgan, sidelined. Mickey James, sidelined. Natalia, sidelined. Nikki Bella, who you've just ridiculously over the top pushed on television the last three weeks, sidelined. Yeah, you should be your homegirl. Ruby Riot, sidelined. Sarah Logan, sidelined. And I'll say it every time this happens. The greatest women's wrestler this country has ever produced, Sasha Banks, sidelined. <laughs> Both mid-card championships. Sideline. <laughs> Onto the SmackDown side. Oh my God, to be here forever doing this, go. Alexander Wolf of Sanity, who I feel like I've seen a grand total no, no, of three no, no, times. No, 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 just say Sanity and get it over with. <laughs> Sideline. Sanity, your whole group, your whole record label, all that. I got him in ABC order. Andrade Cien Almas, a star from CMLL, a former NXT champion, champion a man with a five-star match uh, uh, this, this year. year. This, this year. The Two. man that had had made it, had went back to back to back on the pre-show. Can't even get there. He is sidelined. Two great matches on back that week on SmackDown. Cesaro sidelined. Epico sidelined. Eric Young <laughs> sidelined. Oh Harper, who unfortunately had his partner's uh, arm go out of the socket. Sideline. The Usos, the greatest tag team the WWE has produced ever. <laughs> sidelined. Carl Anderson, sideline. Killian Dane, sideline. Luke Gallows, sideline. Primo, sideline. <laughs> R True, can't nobody suck and jive like you. Uh huh, Massa. Suck and jive your ass in the sideline. Seamus, sideline. Shelton Benjamin, sideline. Shinsuke Nakamura. The man who won the 2018 Royal Rumble. The current United States champion lost every single WWE championship match he's ever had. <laughs> he came to WWE and he became Hiroki Goto. Oh sidelined. Holy shit. And that hurt. Ty Dillinger, sideline. The next person that is on the list was undefeated for 700 days. Oh, my God. A 500-plus-day title reign at NXT. The 2018 Women's Royal Rumble winner. Uh, ever since she lost to Charlotte, she has been in complete disarray. I've heard people try to bury her online. I've heard people try to say that she's not what they look for, that she has, she has no character. Guess what? She's one of the rawest wrestlers that has ever been produced ever anywhere in the world, and she has been sidelined. Billy Kay, sidelined. <laughs> Carmella, unexplicably turned face this month and has got a line with R True, sidelined. Lana, sidelined. Mandy Rose, sidelined. Naomi, sidelined. Peyton Royce, the beneficiary of the Dave Meltzer push, sidelined. Sonya Deville, sidelined. That is your list of sideline people this month. I think I think eventually, like we have to do like a top ten list and like try to condense it down that way, and then like we need to build on that for the whole thing. like or top twenty, or whatever, because they have so they have so much talent and they don't know how to use any most of these fuckers. It's unbelievable. Oh man, it's an it's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. So the point of these of these segments, because if someone's listened to this and they're befuddled, like James said, they have an abundance of people. They're hoarding. <laughs> they're hoarding, and also within that group, there's a lot of people. Obviously, we're not gonna see Mike Kanellis on the pay per view, but Sasha Banks, yeah, Finn Balor, Andrade Cien Almas, Kevin Owens. That's ridiculous. I I don't know, man. They they've got to figure it out. But they will as long as they keep giving me good ammunition for this sideline segment. I will be giving it to you. Like Kevin Owens is one tag team title away from from a grand from a grand slam winner. Correct. Unbelievable. So sideline. Yeah. Healthy scratch. Yep. DM DMW VD did not wrestle Vince's decision. Yes. Ah, Caleb, give me a minute on Impact Wrestling right now. What, what's the what's the what's the what's the temperature right now in, in Impact as they gear up for Bound for Glory? Temperature, man, it's about to get really freaking hot. They're going to Mexico next week. They're going to be in Mexico for the next month before Bound for Glory. We still don't know 
what Eddie Edwards is going to be doing, oddly enough. Austin Aries is going to face the former Johnny Mundo for the title. We've got Cage and the Lucha Brothers against OVE, which is, you know, Sammy Callahan and the Chris Brothers. That looks pretty cool. OGs and LAX with their managers fighting with them. We nearly had a casualty. We nearly had a death Thank in this feud. Unbelievably, that uh, what was his name? Richie. Little Richie, little Richie ended up being okay. Yeah, he's going to make a full recovery. That's that's amazing. Think about like this. Um, oh, real quick. Think about it. In WWE, if, if you're Nicholas, you can get a chance to become a, 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 a Raw Tag Team Champion. In, in TNA, if you're Richie, you, you, you almost get murdered. <laughs> Right? Like, hey, hey, he the kid, the kid was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's he's in the middle of a game all war. All I'm saying is maybe, just maybe, the the stuff that Vince does isn't exactly the worst. That's all I'm saying sometimes. Um, also, yeah, we don't know what Eddie's going to be doing, but we think uh, by the way that's been booked, we're probably going to get Moose and his partner Killer Cross against Eddie and maybe Davey Richards. It's hard to tell. I have a theory that either Eli Drake, Eli Drake is either going to face Pac or Chris Jericho, to be truthful. Now, um, as far as Moose goes, has he been allowed back in the country since he like pretended like he was going to strike that that white lady? Because that's a, that's <laughs> um, like, that sounds like that sounds like a real bad fucking idea for Heat. <laughs> I I believe so. They. They have not made it back to the States yet, and they won't make it back to the States until October, so it's hard to tell. All right, we're going to see. They may say, you know, that man's out here talking about, oh, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Killer, yeah, Killer Cross might have to get a replacement partner for the pay-per-view is all I'm saying. Man, so, yeah, man, it sounds like uh, uh, D's show coming together. Like I think they might want to advertise Jericho ahead of time. That's just me, rather than have him answer an open challenge. But um, I watched Slam- Slamversary. I'm pretty much gonna watch Bound for Glory, and I've been I've been watching on and off. Um, yes, I, I think I missed the episode this week, but um, yeah, like uh, I think oh, I, you you need to watch, man, because believe it or not, Austin Aries fought Fala Ba this week. Ba, um, you know Fala, yeah, he's a fucking comedy guy, and the match was actually pretty freaking good. It definitely outkicked its coverage. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think I think like time when it's pay per view time, I start checking in, uh, dropping in. I think I might start doing that for uh, for Ring of Honor shows as well, um, because there's so much good wrestling around the world. Like it, it, and WWE does a lot of good wrestling itself too. It's just like their product; they just have so much product out that they like they can't, they can never have it just be you know all on point. So I think that you know in order for us to keep our sanity and keep our love for wrestling going, like we got to start you know reaching into other er- reaching more areas around the world to, um, to 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 you know to enjoy this thing as opposed to just sit here and doom and gloom on WWE because WWE is is a victim of its own success. Oh, definitely. Uh, Impact these past few months has basically kept my love of wrestling alive. To be completely honest with you. Yeah, man. Uh, well, thanks for. Join the show today, Caleb, and that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, thank you guys thanks for listening. For yeah, no problem, man. Uh, thanks for um, listening to One Nation Radio this week. Uh, we also have our other show over on the Lords of Pain uh, Radio Network, uh, where we do our Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live TV reviews. Caleb, let these folks know where they can find you on social media and all that. Guys, I am on Twitter at Social Suplex Without the Vows, S C L S P L X underscore cal b that's my first and last name sort of you can follow me there i'm really needing to get to 600 followers guys so i need like 10 more do me that do me that favor that'd be awesome open oki out <laughs> oh man james you got anything to add before we uh wrap this up today um yes yeah, small thing like uh two weekends ago or sorry uh not Monday of this week, the week before, my, my uncle passed, one of my uncles, and, like, if not for him, and um, him, like, had let me just come over to his house to, to, to have sleepovers and stuff uh, with with one of my cousins, like, to watch wrestling pay-per-views or whatever, WWE for wrestling pay-per-views or WCW pay-per-views, like, I would not have the love of pro wrestling that I, that I had as a kid, and I would not have um, been doing the show. So, um, you know, uh, I love him. I'm gonna miss him, and uh, that's all. That's all I had. Yeah, we um, actually attended uh, his uh, funeral today, and I just want to send you know 
best wishes out to uh, our boy Alex. You may remember uh, he was on the show. For, He's been on pretty much every Kanye show. Yeah, every Kanye <laughs> show. Um, that was actually his dad, and uh, I was there today. Um, so rest in peace uh, to Gene Miller, and um, that's going to end the show. Peace. Later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.